Hello friends, welcome to my backyard. It's been a while since I recorded an outdoor video, so I thought, why not? That's the first thing. The second thing I'll tell you is I'm a little stoned <laughs> right now. Uh, I'm hopped up on anti-allergy medications, so please bear with me through this video. But today I wanted to talk about something and respond to a question that I get on a fairly regular basis, which is basically, how do I resist the urge to snoop through my partner's phone? How do I stop myself from snooping through my partner's phone when I see it lying around the living room? How do I deal with this really charged emotional response? In today's video, I'm gonna address exactly what I believe you should do if you're feeling this impulse to snoop through your partner's phone. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one -on -one, or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. So how do you stop snooping through your partner's phone? I think the most important message that I can give you in this video that I think a lot of people who talk about this issue probably won't give you, a message that they're probably going to avoid, is be sure to focus on the source of this problem rather than merely treating the symptoms. Be sure you're looking for advice and you're looking for perspectives on this question that go deeper than merely practical suggestions. And I am going to give you some practical suggestions a little later in this video, but to start, be sure you're addressing the source of these feelings, the source of this impulse to snoop through your partner's phone, rather than just addressing the actual practical mechanics of how to go about avoiding this situation. So what I mean by that is your impulse to go snooping through your partner's phone represents some experience of fear. And as I talk about endlessly on this channel and on my podcast and all the rest, fully identifying your fear, really calling it out and becoming conscious of exactly what it is you're afraid of is one of the most impactful steps you can take toward actually conquering that fear. Now, it's not gonna solve your problem overnight, but it's an absolutely essential step to take. Get very, very clear about exactly what it is you're afraid of. So maybe you're afraid that you just simply can't trust your partner. Maybe you've been cheated on in the past. Maybe your partner has cheated in the past. That's certainly one possibility. Maybe you feel like you're not good enough for your partner. And if you go snooping through your phone, you'll find confirmation that they're fooling around behind your back and all your worst suspicions and impulses are confirmed. Maybe they're confirming to you that you're not good enough for them. These are a couple possibilities. There's, there's a million more, but basically my first and most important suggestion is to become very, very clear on exactly what you're afraid of in this situation. My second piece of advice would be get clear about whether this is irrational jealousy or intuition. And I'll post a link above. You can see one of the cards. I did a video going in depth on the best steps that I believe you should take when you're trying to get clear on whether your jealousy is irrational or whether you're actually dealing with some genuine deep-seated intuition, how to spot the difference. I think that's also very important here. Now, if you've identified that your jealousy is in fact mostly or even entirely irrational, that's a very important and very powerful first step that you can take toward actually overcoming it. And when I talk about getting to the source of this problem, I mean, all the advice on this channel is equally applicable. All the advice in my online courses and my books, irrational jealousy is a multivaried and often complicated beast to tackle, but I believe it's absolutely worthwhile. It's absolutely important. It's absolutely essential to tackle it and to start really getting a handle on this problem as soon as possible. And again, most of my work is focused on going deep into the source of that problem, which I think is very important. Okay, that's all the big picture stuff. Now in terms of practical tips to avoid snooping through your partner's phone, number one at the top of my list for more practical suggestions is take away the option from yourself. Do not give yourself the option. And you can interpret that sentence to mean whatever you want it to mean. So for example, for me, 
when I've dealt with this in the past, and this was a long time ago, but I do remember feeling this impulse to snoop through my partner's phone. I would see my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend's phone lying around, and I just wouldn't even give myself the option. It's like, Zach, no, that's simply off the table. Don't even go near the phone. Consider that phone radioactive for the time being until this impulse passes. If you have to, I mean literally, leave the room. Like, go, you know, walk across town or do whatever you need to do to get away from your partner's phone. Don't give yourself the option. And I talk a lot about the importance of self-discipline when it comes to overcoming jealousy. And in essence, this is what I'm talking about. Be incredibly disciplined with yourself because you can watch all the motivational videos on YouTube. You can absorb as much of my content as you want. You can absorb anyone else's content. You can read books. You can take online courses. You can do whatever you need to do. But at the end of the day, if you're not being disciplined with yourself, there is nothing I can say, there's nothing anyone else can do to help you. At the end of the day, you are alone with you in facing this issue. You really need to be incredibly disciplined with yourself when you're having these impulses. That said, this becomes easier when you give yourself a few practical aids, shall we say. One of those practical aids can be if you have your partner's key code, for example, on their smartphone, ask them to change it. I'm serious. Don't give yourself this option. If they ask you why you're asking them to change their phone, you can simply say something like, well, I noticed you, you know, entering it one day and now I know it. And I'd just rather not. It's just kind of weird for me. So maybe you can change your, your passcode on your phone. This is one example. And get creative with this stuff. If you think that there's any other practical steps you can take to make it as difficult as possible for you to go snooping through their phone, that can also be very helpful. A lot of couples share technology, they share phones, they share social media accounts. Obviously, if that works for you, you do you and that's great. But I'm a big believer, even in the most committed relationships, I'm a big believer in personal privacy. And at the end of the day, this is another real guiding light in my thinking around this issue. The fact that my partner has a right to their privacy. And again, if I found my partner going through my phone, how would that make me feel? Number one, it'd probably be just kind of unattractive on a kind of a, a primal level because my partner would be demonstrating that they don't have a lot of confidence. They don't trust me, which in itself is very unsexy, very unattractive. So this can be helpful too, you know, really trying to put yourself in your partner's shoes, asking yourself how it would make you feel if you found your partner going through your phone. And coming back to this idea of self-discipline, if you have a brain that is, shall we say, predisposed to kind of obsessive tendencies, if you get obsessive about things in general in life, whether it's your partner's past or obsessive jealousy or the relationship, a lot of people are just obsessed with their relationship, whatever your particular experience of obsession is, if you have a brain like this, when you see your partner going on their phone, when you see them swiping or whenever you see them, you know, taking their phone and doing things on their phone, just look away. I'm not even kidding. Like simply look away. Don't even give yourself the option to see a random name on their phone and start to obsess and build this crazy fantasy story about who that name is and who they're texting that likely has no grounding, no basis in reality. When I talk about self-discipline, again, this is what I'm talking about, you know? Look away when they're entering their passcode. Look away when they're fooling around on their phone, when they're answering texts or whatever. Don't give yourself the option to let your brain start obsessing. Simply take that option away from your brain as much as possible. Make it as practically difficult as you can to snoop through their phone, to even look at their phone, frankly. And finally, I would say, you know, play it out in your head. Let's say this is your strategy for getting to the bottom of your fears and suspicions about your partner. You're going to keep snooping through their phone and you think this is the way to know if they can really be trusted. It's a lousy practical solution and it's a completely terrible 
long-term strategy. Because as I often say, unless you are chained, and I mean this literally, chained to your partner 24-7, literally observing their every move, never leaving their side, even in that crazy, very unlikely scenario, there is no way to be 1 million percent certain that your partner can be trusted. And that sounds harsh, but it's simply true. Now, that might sound cynical, and I'm not cynical, and I'm not a cynic, and I'm not trying to be cynical. What I'm saying is, in relationships, we really have no other choice than to trust people until they give us a reason not to trust them. Now, you may say, well, Zach, I might go through my partner's phone and I might find reasons why I shouldn't be trusting them. My basic belief in this regard, and again, this is my belief for me. If you don't like it, that's absolutely fine, but this is what works for me. My basic overriding principle, a principle that I kind of have faith in, and I don't mean that necessarily in a religious sense, but I have faith in this principle, is that if my partner is being shady and doing things behind my back that are not okay and acting shady and all these things, I believe the truth will rise to the surface without a whole lot of digging or investigation on my part. It might take a little while, but I do believe that the truth will eventually rise to the surface and it will do so regardless of whether I start snooping through my partner's phone, whether I'm checking their phone every time they leave the room, all these kind of nonsense behaviors that are really just a waste of time and fundamentally are impractical, lousy long-term solutions. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.